Welcome to Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent. The entire news team is here. Kevin Powell, Mary Vandeveld, of course, Steve Bertrand. And on the phone is our friend Steve Burness from the Better Business Bureau. And as usual, Steve, you were on it early because you gave those pop-up COVID testing sites an F, and you were on the money about that. We were on the money, Lisa. Good afternoon. Uh, it was early December. We started seeing these complaints coming in from all across the country, not just here in Chicago. But when we did some further research, you know, most consumers think their healthcare centers, these pop-ups, or are associated with a healthcare center. These are actually just a business associated with a lab, and they're just a, they don't need to be regulated or licensed by the Department of Public Health. And I think that's what the confusion came in is that people thought they were going to their local city or their hospital or their doctor's office. And these are actually just businesses that were just created in the last few months. And uh, they got inundated with the request. And as you've seen in media recently, I mean, some of them are hit pretty hard by the attorney general's office. Oh, uh, it was crazy because I saw them pop up and they, I, I know, I, we should know by listening to you, Steve, and we should follow the Better Business Bureau. But I thought when it's called the Center for COVID Control, I too thought maybe they're regulated or they must be affiliated with a hospital or they must have some kind of certification and they had none. And in many cases, teenagers were working there and test results got mixed up and it was just a disaster. Now the state of Minnesota is um, filing a new lawsuit against them. Will we see that here in Illinois? Uh, there's other states looking at it. I know the uh, Illinois Attorney General issued a warning themselves. Uh, be careful those pop-up type places. But uh, I, we don't know what's going to come down the pipeline. But I'm sure this is just the start, to be honest with you, considering all the research and what we have seen so far uh, and complaints and what they're saying. And some of them are ex-employees, too. And all this information has been shared with the government officials as well as the FBI. Here's what was shocking to me is prior to opening these COVID testing sites, the people, the couple from Downers Grove, I believe, had axe throwing bars. It's like, oh, my gosh, we never know what we're getting into. That's why we turn to Steve Burness from the Better Business Bureau. Let's talk about the fact that the government rolled out. They did the soft launch yesterday of the free COVID test four per family. And there are already scammers 24 hours later. Uh, less than 24 hours later, there are scammers that are out there buying URLs that are similar to those COVID tests you know, dot uh, government, uh, but they're not dot govs, they're, you know, the dot orgs and the dot coms. So I think the most important thing for consumers to do is make sure they're dealing with the government website directly only, covididtest.gov. Any other ones, if you get a pop-up or if you get a, a, a friend request that has, we got all the tests you need, click here, I would be very wary of those because there's a lot of sites out there now really extracting personal information from you you don't need to give them your driver's license you don't need to give them your social security number and guess what these are the scammers who are trying to steal your identity so they're just telling you they have all these tests available and then what they want is you to give them your information so they can steal your identity maybe not today or tomorrow lisa it could be you know five years down the road as well and it's just not a matter of if it's a matter of when you'll become a victim of identity theft because you know as you know lisa mine was uh, uh compromised last year as well and you can't stop it no, it's it's crazy. And quite frankly, sometimes when you get hit, you're embarrassed that you fell for it. So you tend not to tell anybody. So it's kind of nice to have you on so that you can warn people because it seems to be happening over and over again. Um, in fact, we've got somebody on line one that wants to ask you a question. Hi, Mark. Thanks for calling Chicago's Afternoon News. What do you want to ask Steve Burness? 
Yes, hello. Um, well, I fell for a bad website. I was on Facebook. There was a Home Depot ad. I clicked on it. It looked as official as any website you could ever look at. Ordered something. Uh, got a confirmation email, and I looked at the address it came from, and it was one of those phishing emails. And I thought, uh-oh. And then I went back to the website I ordered from, and it was some weird name website. So shame on me. I fell for it, and I usually don't. I just wanted to pass that along because I haven't really heard that angle of uh, fraud. I, I'm glad that you shared it because, again, most of us are embarrassed. You're like, oh, geez, how did I fall for that? Because yeah. we think, oh, I would never fall for that. But I got one from Chase last week, and it said, your credit rating has dropped. And I went, What? And, you know, yeah. so immediately it's something you're like, I want to click on that. And then I thought, no, Steve Burnus at the Better Business Bureau would say, don't do it. So I went to my banking account. There were no messages. There was nothing to alert me. And I went back and looked. And then there were just little itty bitty things that might have tipped me off, but not enough that and, I. It, and, yeah. And, and out of that uh, came a three hundred and forty five dollar airplane ticket on Turkish Airways. Oh, no. no. Well, thank you for sharing your story, Mark. We appreciate it. Okay. All right. Uh, Steve, should we never press on any of those ads that pop up when we're scrolling Facebook or any other social media platform? Well, you got to be careful, Lisa, because it's hard to determine whether those are legitimate organizations or not. Sometimes they masquerade as a, as a normal company or, or you know, a company that you know and trust. So the only way to find out if it's true is you got to look at the URL. I mean, that's the only way you can tell if it's uh, a fake company or not. By looking at it, you can't tell because they copy and paste what happened to Mark. I mean, it looks like he said, I think he said it was Home Depot. They just copy Home Depot's page. So you're actually, you don't even think about it. So the key is, Lisa, is looking at the URL. But I think time and time again, most consumers don't realize that scammers place ads on Facebook. And, and, and Facebook does not police all the advertisements, as you would think. And so consumers think because they're on Facebook, it's safe. And it's not the case. you got to be wary of those companies as well. Yeah, that bothers me because I'll see a fabulous piece of clothing and I'll think, well, I want to buy that. And then I go on there and it's 1995 and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to send that to me for 1995. Uh, we're talking to Steve Burnus from the Better Business Bureau. Lots of calls coming in at 312-981-7200. We'll also keep a, an eye on the text line. Uh, we talked to a guy from CNET the other day about these car warranty calls where they continue to call you every day, often from the very pre- prefix that you have on your phone. What what do they want, and how do we get rid of them? Is there ever a way to block them permanently? Unfortunately, there's not a way to block it as well. We should have warning this week as well. Uh, we're seeing an increase in complaints and calls. And the company that's uh, is called RoboKiller uh, that does this you know, call blocking, they said in 2021, Crooks placed nearly one point. I'm sorry, 13 billion scam auto warranty calls. 13 billion calls were placed, and a lot of consumers come to us and say, "I don't even own a car, or, or I don't have anything." Some of these companies masquerade as the, the dealership or the manufacturer. They're not selling extended, uh, you know, a, a contractor uh, warranty on your vehicle. They're not extending it. They're selling you a service contract. And that's the difference. And as you know, Lisa, the big print giveth and the little print taketh away. So what I mean by that is they promise that, oh, yeah, it covers everything until you get to the dealership or to the repair center. And they say, oh, we don't cover this uh, because it's Tuesday and it's after 5 o'clock. You know I mean, it's, it's just you really <laughs> – the 
key to this, Lisa, is checking out the company because there are legitimate organizations out there that have extended warranties or service contracts, rather, uh, that you can purchase. But there's some bad actors who ruin it for everybody else. And those are the ones that are, are uh, you know, consumers sending to consumers all these postcards and, and these 13 billion calls saying that we can extend your car's warranty when they can't extend the car's warranty. They're selling you a service contract. So doing the research, check with the Better Business Bureau, put the company's name in Google and put the word scan next to it and see what pops up. There's a lot of information out there, Lisa, but unfortunately consumers, they just believe it because it's on the internet or they think it's a great company. They don't do the research, but they'll do the research after they get scanned, Lisa, and then they tell us all they found out. And they say, they all say the same thing, Lisa. I wish I would have looked at done a deeper dive before doing business not after so google the name just put the name in let's say it's car warranty whatever and then put in scam and you'll see what other people have posted about that or you'll get a warning from the bbb right exactly you'll get information about the company you gotta do some research a lot of times consumers will say there's nothing there was no bad information on the internet well that means that the company just made it started today so you got to deal with the company that you can prove they have a track record. And what I mean by that is you got to find information that they're, you know, they have some track record, they have some, you know, good ratings somewhere, some organization, but also check the Better Business Bureau. We have information on over 4 million businesses. And as you pointed out, if you see a scam, we ask consumers to report it. Even if you don't fall for it, we have Scam Tracker, like Santa Tracker, that keeps track of all the scams across North America, and we have a heat map. So if you see a scam, report it. We need the public to report these scams. They only put companies out of business. Is not to give me your business. There's not enough law enforcement in the world, Lisa and Steve, that will prevent you from getting taken advantage of. Okay, we got about 30 seconds. I'm going to put Tom on the radio. Tom, you're on 720 WGN. What's your question for Steve Burness? Well, I'll make this quick. Steve, I was just, I was listening, reading in a newspaper the other day, and in Texas somewhere this happened, but what's to say it can't happen in Chicago? They're going around and on these parking things where you go and pay for your parking spot electronic boxes you pay for your spot they're putting qr code stickers on there people don't know they go up and they scan it they give their credit card information thinking they're paying for the parking spot and they're actually giving their information to scammers Ooh. and then they're getting tickets yeah. that's how they found out about it is people are getting tickets and say no i went on there i paid for my parking spot so what's to say this can't happen in the city of chicago these guys are good these guys are good they yeah. are good, Tom. We're, we're seeing an increase in complaints with QR codes as well, so we're keeping a close watch on that. Make sure when you, you're responding to a QR code that it is a legitimate organization, and sometimes it's really hard to say because they buy stickers and they put it over the, the other stickers. So it's buyer beware, and uh, you really got to be careful out there, Tom. I cannot believe we got through this interview and you did not say tip off to the ripoff. Oh, come on, Steve. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's hear it's it. Late in the, day. the tip off to the ripoff. There we Steve go. Steve Burnus, Better Business Bureau. We appreciate your information. Have a great day, okay? Thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it.